everyone. This is Gloria Borland, and we have Senator Noy's son, Daniel Cannonoy Jr. I know him as Kenny. We first met in his father's office in Washington, D.C. in 1975. I was a freshman at George Washington University and needed a part-time job, and your father hired me as a clerk in his office. I remember you were with your mother, Mrs. Maggie Inouye, a brilliant, gracious lady, and I hope we can talk about your amazing mom in another podcast. You were a boy. Um, I was 18, and I think you were about 10 or 11? Uh, if it was 1975, that would have made me 11. Okay. The 1970s were a fascinating time in the United States Senate. Can we talk about your dad and his 40-year friendship with our country's new president, Joe Biden? Sure. Okay. How did they first meet? Well, you know, I'll be candid with you. You know, my, my father didn't uh, do a lot of talking about uh, work when once he got home. However, you know... Ever since the vice president, uh, um, ever since Joe Biden became vice president and, uh, you know, became m with a much higher profile than he had been when he was in the Senate, uh, the story started to trickle into me uh, as far as uh, as far as how they first met. My, the way it was described to me, they, they met at some sort of a party event, you know, and they bonded over civil rights and... Uh, um, dad invited him to, and Biden invited my dad to speak at a rally or something along those lines. Okay. That was when Biden was 29 years old and he was running for the Senate. Yeah. Uh, still not legally of age to be a senator. He had to turn 30 before he took office. <laughs> and I remember that. Okay. Um, you're, 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 when Biden had his family tragedy, when his wife and daughter were killed in the car accident what did your dad do i mean what did the senate do to because we, biden was so distraught he wanted to quit and not become a senator well the interesting thing is again you know as uh, the stories trickle out after my father's passing as as well as as uh you know when uh, joe biden uh joe biden's uh profile you know got got larger um you know Basically, you know, the way it was explained to me was that was that um, they wanted to keep people wanted to keep Biden in the Senate. And, um, you know, my father was one of a number of folks that uh, um, uh, Senate Majority Leader Mansfield, uh, you know, consulted with to, you know, try to watch out for this guy and try and, you know, help keep him on an even keel and wa watch out for him and help the. Uh, give him some guidance and mentorship. And um, my understanding is that the, is that uh, leader Mansfield uh, said to, uh, said to uh, Senator Biden, you know, please just give it, give it a few months, give it like six months and, and see how it goes. And uh, the rest is history. I remember Senator Biden's office was right next door to your father's office on the fourth floor of the Russell Senate office building. Your dad's office was number, he got the 442 after his army unit. And Biden was on the right to his office and Senator Mondale was across the hall and Mondale would soon become Vice President Mondale to Jimmy Carter. Uh, I think it's an interesting triangle, those three offices, uh, Senator Noy, Senator Mondale and Senator Biden formed like a triangle. Um, 
And in my opinion, you know, it's, it's an interesting triangle because President Johnson wanted your dad to be vice president of the United States in 1968. And we could talk about that in another podcast. And Mondale became vice president in, 19, in the 1976 election. And Biden was elected vice president to Obama in 2008. So it's an interesting vice presidential triangle in that fourth four quarter. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um when Joe Biden ran for president for the first time in 1988, your dad was Biden's national co-campaign chairman. How did that happen? Well, you know, the funny thing about this is this is actually the first time I actually heard this story was um, from the vice president himself, uh, or I guess now he's president-elect. Um, you know, president. at the time he was vice president, it, what happened was, you know, um, when my father passed, they had the, uh, the service in the rotunda of the Capitol. And, um, you know, I was in the receiving line as the, as, uh, the senators would, and house members would come by to give their condolences and shake our hands. And along comes the vice president or, and, um, he, he walks right up to me, grabs my hand and, just basically starts to regale me with this story about how, you know, the first time he ran for president, he he approached my dad to ask him if he would uh, support him and and uh, be on his campaign, and how he didn't hesitate at all. He just said, "Sure, what do I need to do?" And that was the end of it. Um, he he said it was probably the the one of the easiest requests he'd made in his, in his political history. And, um, and it, things, things just went from there. And he's telling me that he's telling me this story in the line as, you know, people are, you know, giving condolences or actually as he's telling me these story, this story waiting to give condolences, because he's a very personable guy. He's not going to, you know, he, he will look you in the eye converse with you, make sure you're okay in a situation like that and shake your hand. And, uh, you know, I, I will always be appreciative of, uh, his, uh, warmth and his condolences and his sensitivity during that, uh, gut wrenching time. Um, when did you first meet? <laughs> when did I first meet Joe Biden? Yeah. How did you? Okay, this is a good story. This is a good story because it's probably not one that most people would be expecting. Um, a lot of people don't know this about me. My close friends know this about me, but most folks do not. Um, when I was in college, I worked through school as a bicycle messenger in Washington, D.C. And, um, you know, when you're a bike messenger, that means that you ride in all kinds of weather. You ride year-round. Um, if it's snowing or sleeting, if it's 28 or 28 degrees or 18 degrees or whatever, you're going to be out there. If it's, if you're having a heat wave and it's 105, you're going to be out there. You're going to be out there all day. You're out there 10 hours a day. Um, as fate would have it, the first time I met the vice president or, or actually was Senator at that point, um, it was in the Capitol. It was in an elevator. It was in the winter. I'm covered head to toe in bike clothes. I don't have any exposed skin because I'm wearing a face mask and dark glasses and a helmet and winter gear and such. I don't have any exposed skin. It's like 
literally 18 degrees outside and I'm in the elevator. I'm waiting to, to make a delivery and he comes in to the elevator, the door shuts and I recognize him. And I always made it a point to say hello to, um, to any of the lawmakers who were in the same space as I was. I figured that's just the polite thing to do. And I, I said, uh, good morning, Senator. It's good to see you today. And he turns around and he goes, well, it's very good to see you. And he starts engaging me in conversation. He goes, he goes, so how, how long is your shift today? I go, I'm, I'm here until about 630 tonight. At this point, it's like 930 in the morning or something. And he's like, it's like, oh my God, that's, you've got a ways to go. I go, I do have a ways to go. He goes, isn't this kind of a dangerous job you're doing? And I go, it can be. And he says, you ever you ever get hit by a car or come close? I go, yeah, I've, at this point, I've been hit by a car four times. And he, and he goes, four times? I go, yeah, it wasn't bad. I didn't really get hurt. I just sort of bounced off of it and kept going. And he goes, he, he, he goes, well, you, he turns around at this point, looks me straight in the eye and he goes, well, you be careful out there. It's, that's dangerous out there and it's cold out there. You, 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 you know, you have to watch out for yourself. This is a, you, you've, this is a dangerous job. I go, I will do my best, sir. And he didn't know you were the senator's son. He couldn't see my face. <laughs> he didn't know. Okay. And, and, you know, so he, so, you know, he gets out of the elevator cause my, my stop is on another floor and I tell him, you know, I get home that night. I'm supposed to have dinner with my folks that night. And I, you know, I'm sitting at the dinner table with my parents and I tell my dad that story and he just starts laughing. He goes, yeah, that's Joe. <laughs> you know, and it is because I mean, you know, the the point of the point of that answer, you know, it wasn't a particularly verbose answer on the part of my dad, but it speaks to the fact that he is what you see is what you get. You know, a lot of folks out there when they're when they're friendly to you and such, it's it's a show. But for him, it's that's just how he is. He will he you know, you will hear these stories about how he will stop to talk to just about anybody. And that's that's the God's honest truth. And, you know, my experience is probably uh, very indicative of that. I mean, you know, think about it. I'm in an elevator with this guy. Who, who am I? He can't see my face. All he sees is the job. But he connected on that level. And that kind of says something about the guy. Well, it also says something about you, because here you are the son of a prominent United States senator. And for your college job, instead of pulling strings and getting some hoity-toity fancy job, you're a bike messenger, you know, you're sweating. And that's admirable, I think, you know, that you didn't want to cut favors. You, 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 you were a working guy as a bike messenger. Well, so okay. I, I heard that. Well, I, I have to, I have to confess that my motivation was, was a little bit more, uh, was a little bit more pragmatic than, than that in the sense that um, uh, your schedule flexibility was very good. So as a result, if you wanted to study for tests, it wasn't hard to get off of work. And the, the other thing was, was um, as far as uh, jobs like that, that you had scheduling flexibility with that you could have when you were uh um, in school, um, it paid, believe it or not, it paid quite well compared to other kinds of work that you could get as a student. Still, as a son of a prominent United States senator, you didn't have to work. <laughs> so that says a lot about your character and how your parents raised you, Kenny. When Biden was vice president, 
your dad was Senate pro temp. Were there any special observations that your your father told you about that? I remember, um, you know, the first day of session, the first day of session, you know, the you know how it is, Gloria, the, on the first day of the session, when everyone's getting sworn in and such, um, members have have the little get togethers in their offices where they invite folks over to to, um, you know, uh, have poo poos and such like that. Right. And, you know, the vice president and Mrs. Biden show up at at uh, my dad's event. I'm I'm standing there and, and, you know, immediately he's he starts saying saying hello to folks. But then as soon as he sees this was the thing that blew me away. The th- <laughs> you know, he sees he sees my dad and he goes up to him, says hello to him. But then but then he sort of looks over and he sees my daughter, Maggie. And he he, you know, kind of kind of like, you know, say, says to my dad, can you hold on for a minute? And, <laughs> and you know, sort of breaks away briefly, comes over to to me you know, I'm holding Maggie, you know, at this point, she's, I don't know, maybe, maybe barely a year old or something. You know, he, he comes over, he comes over and goes, so this is the, this is the girl I've been hearing about all this time. I keep hearing about this. She's Maggie, right? I go, yeah, yeah, this, this, you got the name right. Absolutely. After your mother, I go, absolutely. Yeah, you, you, you nailed it, sir. And, and he goes, he goes, well, Ken, I'm going to need you to do me a favor. I'm like, I go, what's that, sir? Well, I need you to hold her up so that I can have a private conversation with her. But I need you to hold her up and sort of kind of keep your distance as well, because this is just between me and her. I'm like, okay, sure. So, you know, I'm holding her up and he's whispering in her ear. And and I and I said, so mind me asking what's about? I goes, it's between me and her. It's about the direction of her life. And I go. Okay, sure. <laughs> and that that photo is one of uh, the photo of him doing that is one of our, one of my favorite photos. It's uh, it's it's pretty funny actually. <laughs> the fact that he would break away like that and make it a point to try and um, try and make sure my daughter was was smiling and happy and that he had a that he had a moment with her that kind of meant that kind of meant something to me. You know that was very cool. What do you predict now that uh, Joe Biden is our new president? What do you what are your predictions? What do you foresee in his presidency? The kind of man he is that he'll bring to our nation in this time when we really need healing. Well, I will say this um, at the outset. I mean, the first thing I, I'd have to bring up is the obvious, which is um, he will have, in my opinion, what will likely be one of, if not the most challenging um, times in the White House of any American president. I really think that he's, he is in for a lot of, you know, having to overcome a lot of hurdles. Um, the, last, the last four years have, have um, created a situation where, as you as you brought up, the, the last few years have, have created a, a situation where we have a lot of turbulence and a lot of division within, within our country. And I think that um, the events of last week, the riots at the Capitol, kind of uh, exemplify that. 
that being said, knowing what I know about his personality, what I've seen of him as a human being, as well as what I have been told from people who know him, who know him well, and that includes my father, because my father would bring up, you know, just what a good guy he was. You know, they wouldn't talk, he wouldn't talk about work, but he would talk about what a good guy he was. Um, what a real guy he was. Um, you know, what you see is what you get. Genuine. Um, always trying to find the common ground. Um, I think that that is something that we are going to see him, you know, try to put into work. Um from, you know, from day one of his administration. I do think that he is going to be doing whatever he can to work to try to um, create some healing, foster some healing within this country, and try to handle and confront, handle, and uh, uh, solve a lot of the problems that we find ourselves in now. I mean, let's be honest with ourselves. We, you know, we have... A pandemic that needs to be brought under control um, and we have an economy that has been hobbled by that pandemic those are the those are the two big things plus you've got a you've got a country that is that is um, perhaps more divided now than our country has been in recent memory maybe maybe uh, maybe more divided now than it has been since the Civil War so uh, he will not be at a he will not be lacking for work to do, but I do, knowing what I know of him, I do think that he will uh, work tirelessly to try to uh, make things happen, to try to create some healing and try to um, bring about solutions to the, the deep and significant problems that we have in our country. So your father would be proud that the young senator Joe Biden that he mentored when he was a new uh, when he was thirty um, and showed him the ropes of how the Senate worked and and encouraged him to stay in the job and not abandon um, public service. Um, I guess your dad would be really proud, right? I imagine he would be. I I do believe that he would be. Thank you, Mahalo, Kenny. You're very welcome. Glad to be Please. here. Please join us again as we continue our talk story with Kenny Inouye. Mahalo and aloha for now. This is Gloria Boylan. Mahalo. Kaumai <laughs> iluna <laughs> <laughs> 